This week on Sea with Queen and Jay, we try to calculate how many rape jokes are okay before, yeah, they're not okay. And the difference between a missing girl and a runaway. Um, they're the same. Also, mental health and the fucked up shit people say to little girls. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Tea with Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. I thought you was doing what? What's that song? Be me outside, be me outside. I'm up in the hey, fire. hey, be me outside, be me outside, be outside. Right. On the fly, ladies, be me outside, be me outside, be me outside. Oh, DMX, that's DMX, right? It is DMX, which reminds me, I need to buy my tickets for the Rough Riders reunion. I yeah. want to see that shit. When I don't want to miss I, that shit. I need to do that. Too. Yeah, welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay, guys. We are two, two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea. tea. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And this, this is Tea with, with Queen and Jay. Do the bogle. Do the bogle. Do the bogle. Mm. Damn. All the mm. way back. You used to have bogle contests when mm. you was a kid? I wasn't into that that kind of stuff. <sighs> Dance contests. Kind of yardy contests. I'm not. I'm yardy adjacent. <laughs> I'm not like in the mix. I'm Jamaica uh, Jace. I was doing a bogle contest and yeah. I was short so I could go like way, way down. Well, I'm oh, still short. I'm right. saying it like I grew up. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. yes. That's funny. How have you been? Um, I've been okay. I've been okay. I've been good. I am, before I even, sorry, that's a loaded question. Let's get in. Let's, I quick. was meant for the show. I, uh-huh, I just met how you been, like, because we're on the show. Sorry, Not like, it's a loaded, for real. It's like a loaded, I'm going through it, guys. I know you are. It's a loaded but that, was, that was for the show. Oh, for my the bad. Show. For um, the people. That's what we be doing. Then I guess I'm fine. <laughs> if you guys want to follow this conversation, uh, hashtag T with QJ on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you want to hashtag yes, yes, that yes, shit yes, so yes. that we can follow the conversation so that your fellow listeners can follow along and see what you're saying, see what y'all are talking about. Um, yeah, y'all was a little light on the hashtag last week. Really? Were I wasn't they? feeling the love that we usually feel. Really? So, I saw some all, conversation. Can I have a little bit more? I saw some conversation Just happening. Alright. Um... <laughs> Also, big things happening. Big we things popping. We are big doing our live show for our 100th episode, yo. Bing. Freaking excited me, though. I'm fucking excited about it. I am, too. I'm excited about it. We want you guys to come and celebrate with us. Join us live. We're going to be recording on Wednesday, April 5th yes. at Star Bar. That's after work. Or if you are an entrepreneur and you don't have an after work, that's, just fucking show up. Yo, that's great. It's before work. That's Who great. knows? Who knows? Starts at 7, ends at 10. Show up. Show out. Have a drink with us. Yes. Kick it with us. Throw somebody in the pit live. You know? Word. I love that. It's going to be a good time. I'm excited. The link for tickets is in In our show show notes. notes. It's on our website. It's It's on our social media. It's everywhere. Click the link. Buy the tickets. I want to see your beautiful face. Yeah, come through, yo. Share it. Tell your friends. Bring a friend. It's going to be a good time. It is. I'm excited about it. I'm excited. I'm exhausted. (laughs) Are you? Why? I've been up since six. Oh my god! I saw that on your. Do you always get up that early though to no, do show only stuff? Only a few days a week. Oh okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I was doing mid and stuff. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, but I, I'll I'll make it through, guys. You'll make it through. You'll make it. I'll through. do it. I'll do it for the All listeners. Right. I'm gonna let you drink your tea. What kind of tea are you drinking, actually? Some black shit. I am also 
drinking <laughs> black shit. This is a caffeine tea kind of day. Yes. I definitely needed some caffeine. I need, it. I need the kick. We're going to survive this. We're going to make it through. Um, if you guys want to help continue to support the growth of this podcast, you can donate. We've got two ways for you to donate. You can donate via our PayPal yes. by going to our website, teawithqueenandjay.com, or you can uh, donate directly through the PayPal link, which Queen will give to us. I don't know it. I do, All I right. do, I do, I do. All right, because you Pay. know I'm going to say I'm that. Tired. I'm tired. I have an excuse. I will say the backslash. Right. I will fucking say backslash. PayPal.me slash mm-hmm. T with QJ. Okay. And then the other cool option, Is that's for Patreon. if you want to, yes. If you want to um drop like a one-time donation you can hit us on a paypal patreon we're trying to get all of our listeners to hit us up with two dollars a month low low damn near free low that's right you guys as fuck our metro card fares way more than that's that. right that's right if we get all of our listeners to hit us up with two dollars a month we will be able to do every fucking thing that we want to do for the show all the things we will have access to shit we will be able to travel and do shit Yo, we, we could be probably able to, come to your city and do we could shit. probably come to like, your city we can do our studio pay our studio dues we can fucking finish our merch site it's shit like that yeah it right would, it would help so us yeah so two dollars a month that's 24 dollars a year, year. Um, yeah, and so that'll be a monthly thing. Again, if you don't want to do the monthly thing, you can hit our PayPal anytime you want. One-time donation, repeated donation, whatever you like. What's the Patreon link? Um, there's actually a link on our website, so you can oh, click the donate link shit. It's there too. Or you could, I don't know, maybe you're Speedy Gonzalez, you just want to just get right to it. Mm-hmm. Um, go to patreon.com slash slash tea with qj it's always slash tea with qj and it's always as always those links will be in our show notes yo speaking of motherfucking donations we got mad donations from people oh shit i'm not excited yo i wanted to give some libations to folks who donated we got two new subscribers to our Patreon. So I want to give libations to Dom and then throwback old school listener Sheer Jillians. Oh my God. Thank you. I didn't, I didn't see that one. Yeah. yeah. So Thank dope. you so Thank much, you. yo. Super excited about that. We definitely appreciate you all. Um, and we have our PayPal, people who hit us up on PayPal. We have Sydney, yes. Zoe, Aaron. And Mike. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. That's Thank why you guys I'm so, so much. Yeah. And Mike, actually, we were talking about podcasting and shit like that. And I was like, he was like, oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I was like, you know what? You appreciate me? Throw some money in the collection plate. Yeah. And he did, Joe. Play, ba- hey, uh, pay, pay black, black women, women for their time. He was asking you questions and stuff? Uh, it was like one question. No, I'm about just saying it's cool that he acknowledged thing. that. Like, he was like, hey, here's this. And he was like, I got yes, you. You know that's what I mean? Right. That's yes, what I'm saying. Yes, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciated that too. I appreciated that too. Yeah. So he is actually, um, if you want to check out his podcast, his upcoming podcast, you can follow him on Twitter if you like at Don't Hack Mike. Um, and you can learn more about his upcoming podcast. Oh, yes, yes. Let's be clear. This is a spot what? of tea episode. Yeah. We sometimes forget to say that at the beginning yes. of the episode. I wrote it down this time so I could remember. But yeah, this is a spot of tea episode. Our spot of tea episodes um have less segments. It mm-hmm. is what helps us make this weekly for you guys because right. we have to do less editing on the other end. Cause we we do this shit mm-hmm. like by hand. 
Like we <laughs> built this shit from the ground, like literally. We do, yo, we do. It's just us. Uh, we do have some help with bonfire recording. recording. Yes. We record at Bonfire Radio Studios. Um, so definitely shout out to Bonfire Radio. You can listen to all of their fun and exciting programming at bonfireradio.com. We are in their mix on Wednesdays. Our show replays there, so you can check us out. Yes. And right now we have OG Intern, who I don't think is an intern anymore, but he's here helping us at the yeah. boards recording. We appreciate it. And we him. didn't have to threaten him to shut up. We didn't. He just knows he just to knows. Like, show up, sit in the chair, See? and like don't speak. That's yo. a great intern. Don't you say might get the job, intern. A word. Because he just knew. Don't anyway it's scary yeah so we appreciate that um more libations i wanted to give libations to the bronx and to la yo they were like our top cities for like listenership oh, and, and shit yeah 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 so i they, mean we know the bronx is always listening to us because yeah. that's where we're from and that's our hometown but like they like cracked the numbers this week so they cracked the numbers they to like be its own city which is cool because they don't always break up the city Okay. Like, it'll be like Manhattan. <laughs> like, Manhattan is its own city. Yeah, but I'm saying they always break that up. Okay. The outer bubbles aren't always broken up like that. Oh. All right. So, that was cool. Yeah. So, thank you guys for listening. Um, You have any libations? LA? Who's listening to us in LA? Book us a venue so we could come out there. <laughs> <laughs> Do a show Connect, and see yo. you live, Connect right? With us. Make that happen. You Connect know a promoter. Make that happen. I want to go to LA. I want to go to LA too. Yeah. Make that happen. Oh my God. Go Any more libations? Yeah, I have a libation. I went to um, Women in Comics Con this mm-hmm. past weekend, also in the Bronx. It was fucking lit. It was exciting. Mm-hmm. I did my little casual storm cosplay, which I fucking loved. I had a great time. That's cool. Um, yeah, I'm not going to cry about cosplay this episode, but. Are you I'm sure? Really not. I'm, re- I'm positive. I'm not going to cry about cosplay. But. I had a fucking blast. She's crying, y'all. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I might cry this episode. This is an episode for tears. I tell you that, yo. I tell you that. I am on Every episode, the fucking The drinking edge. game amongst the listeners is. Oh, does she cry this episode? Let's see if she That's cries. Funny. And if she cries, nah, I think I drink might. A whole bottle I of think Henny. I might. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I might be able to hold it together this episode. We shall see. I might be able to hold it together. We shall um, see. Yeah, so that was a nice good time. It was nice to go to a con that was in the Bronx. It was like right off of Fordham Road at that library, which I had never been to, even though I've like run past it a million times. Um, it was at Bronx Library Center. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, to be in a room. And at panels focused on motherfucking women in comics was fucking dope, yo. That's cool. And I like seeing my cosplay buddies. Did I say that already? Yes, I do. It makes me happy. I like seeing you with your cosplay buddies. Yeah, it's good, yo. Over there. It's good. That whole day was good. I got off the train at Fordham Road. And I was like, oh shit, Fordham Road is still here, yo. Doesn't look the same. It doesn't look the same, but it's not all the way stripped, which mm. is which is heartwarming because I really thought I was going to show up. And it was going to be stripped and it was going to be like a white lady jogging uphill. Like oh, no, doing no, a power yeah, jog. That's not, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, no. I still I still felt all right. I could probably, I could still get fronts if I need gold fronts. Like I felt like, okay, this, we're still okay over here. So I'll give it five years. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for shitting on my libation. I'll give it five years. Yeah. But it's, it's still there right now. So yeah, so big ups to Women in Comics. Um, and you guys can check out Women in Comics Collective. They're on Twitter. They're on Instagram. 
They're on Facebook, and I will also put a link to that shit in the show. Cool, notes. cool, cool. Mm-hmm. I want to know what I did this weekend. Yeah, yeah. I caught up on myself. That's like, good. I didn't go anywhere. I stayed my ass in the house. I may or may not have had some relations. I cleaned. I read. I read books. It was like a good. That's great. Do what the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. Lay around. Weekend. That's cool. I needed that because this month has been a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. That's good. Yeah, so it was good. So a lot of patience to self care. Yeah. Lazy, yeah, self care mm-hmm. and lazy weekends. Yeah, yo, that shit felt amazing. I think I'm a black like, plan one a month because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. that good. shit was amazing. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I needed good. that. Really, really needed that. It made my Monday not so annoying. Like mm-hmm. I woke up at six in the morning, like doop doo doo. That's funny. Let's get some stuff done. Yeah. Like I don't do that. I'm trying to do better with that energy. Like wake up, because there have been times where I got enough rest, and I wake up and I'm like, just fuck, fuck, fuck this day, yo. Like I could get up, but I just feel like when you fuck wake it. up, do you get out of the bed or do you wake up and stay in the bed and, and get on your phone? It's hard for me to get out the bed because I just be like, fuck it, yo. Yeah, when I that's I noticed that about myself too. So now when I wake up, I get up. Okay. I walk to the bathroom. Right. I go in the kitchen. I get some water. Okay. Like I'm doing all of that. That's your warm up is getting yeah, up. Yeah. You warm up I have while to do you're all of that. Up. Okay. Otherwise, I would just be on my phone and then fall back to sleep. All right. I'm gonna get up and sit on the couch. I'm gonna start there. Yeah. Okay. I do that sometimes too. I yeah. get up and I sit on the couch mm-hmm. and um be in the living room area so mm-hmm. that I'm not where my bed is because right. my bed is like a black hole like it just mm-hmm. gets sucked in that yeah. shit and you just yeah. cannot get the fuck out i wake up immediately like fuck you <laughs> fuck you fuck you i look at hennessy i'd be like you're cool fuck you that's how i feel in the morning yo like just fuck all of this shit you're yo. waking up gang bacon all of it gang banging on bacon yeah that's how i feel like, what the fuck? i don't eat bacon but yes but you be gang banging on that shit i guess then fuck so you, bacon. I, that's how i feel in the morning yo just like fuck all of this yo fuck it yeah i'm on the edge right now but i'm, yeah. I'm reeling it back in okay. it, back it in, happens yo. you're not to always supposed to be like hey hey i'm on point right, like that's just right, not right. i wouldn't fucking believe your life it scares me sometimes though because i um live with depression to an extent sometimes if i'm going through like a period of sadness it it makes me like Shit happens that makes you sad or whatever, mm-hmm. but sometimes I get nervous because I don't know or I don't want my sadness to turn into like a bout of depression. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So wherein like I feel like if I didn't deal with depression, I would just be like, oh, I'm sad. It'll go away like in a few days or hours uh-huh. or a week or whatever. I get sad and then I also have the anxiety of, okay, is this going to make me depressed? I have to make sure I don't get depressed. I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to get happy real quick. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. But what I did do is... I started the process of finding a counselor, a therapist. Okay, great, great, yeah. great. So good, I was like, good, I'm gonna turn I'm this. Yeah, I'm gonna turn this anxious energy into fucking like productive energy. And so I had to replace my health card, which I had fucking lost or uh-huh. whatever. So I did that shit, and then I like put my feelers out for like black women therapists. Mm-hmm. So I feel good. I got a lot of feedback on that or whatever. So I feel like I have a good okay. Place that's to a start. good question because yeah. I don't, you know, I'm a little bit ignorant to depression. Mm-hmm. It's not depressing to, or it doesn't add to your depression to create anxiety about making yourself be happy. Um, I feel like that sounds tasking, right? And so outside of 
sadness, right? So let's say I'm just normal, like I'm not sad and I'm just having a normal day or whatever. I am always doing a little bit of work to counteract things that I've noticed throughout my life that have been patterns or are established patterns of depression for me. Uh So like when winter is coming, like winter always makes me a little bit down or whatever. Uh So I'm trying to do things and be proactive about that. So it is a little, we kind of talked about this before. It is a little bit of, um, like I'm putting myself through a lot a little bit, but I also find that to be sometimes a distraction from possibly getting depressed. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? So it is work, but also I think that because um, I have chosen to deal with this outside of medication and even though it wasn't a conscious choice, also chose to, well, I guess it was kind of conscious because I wasn't like fucking doing anything about it, but also made the choice to do it without therapy. Like uh-huh. I did some therapy in college, but nothing since then or whatever um that's been like my work is like constantly like running around trying to you know i don't know but anyway mm-hmm. so i'm trying to get the therapy now okay that's good and i'm happy to hear that yeah. i'm a big proponent for therapy even though i've never done it but i'm always telling people yeah to do it. i feel the same way even when i talk about like having not gone it's not because i'm anti-therapy or anything mm-hmm. like that it's just not what i wanted to do at the time mm-hmm. i just really wanted to fucking work my little system and work my little plan i just feel like oh. i'm at the time in my life where i want to switch that up and maybe get some different results yeah you for know? me i'm an avoider so it's like yeah, i don't know if i want to walk down that road yet right but right. i know it's necessary i know eventually yeah. i will do it yeah but i'm kind of like i always um push things aside mm-hmm. like under the rug or whatever mm-hmm. so for me i know that's why I haven't, mm-hmm. but it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just been like extra. But I believe work. in it, right, right, right. It's just, um, I guess there's some anxiety as to what will come out of it, right, 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 right. right so right. yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's scary. It's just for me because I had done it before, so I've already I feel like lifted some of that. But it's mm-hmm. like the fear of not the fear, but it's just some extra shit to do, and it's not like an immediate like. It doesn't feel like a sickness, like I stubbed my toe or fucking like I'm having a tummy ache or shit that like you would associate with like going to the doctor, even though it really is. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, because I think we have we have been um, socialized to think that pain is just like this physical right. thing, and we don't acknowledge um, mm-hmm. mental pain mm-hmm. or mental health. Like, but that's not like yeah. a. You say get it. You like they make you get a checkup to make sure you have the vaccinations. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have all of that shit, right, right, and then right. that's it. Mm-hmm. As long as you do those checkups, then maybe you can still work here, or you know, like all of them mm-hmm. things. But yeah. other than that, it's like it's up to you. If you right. Wanna. Right. There's no right, emphasis right. on that. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. So. So anyway, so I feel good that I'm like being proactive about doing that's that. Good. Shit. I'm happy and for I'll you. Keep I'm you guys happy posted. about this. Thanks, yo. Happy we'll, about that. We'll see what happens. School. We'll see what happens. Um, you said that what? you watched. Oh, I did do that. Dave Chappelle. I did sit through both of those specials. I didn't. You missed nothing. I um heard that he made rape jokes, and I was just like, rape I'm... jokes are plenty. I was like, I'm having a great lazy weekend. <laughs> No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh-huh. No, yeah. thank you. So I didn't um partake. And then uh, my friend had went to see him months months ago mm-hmm. in San Francisco and she said the same thing. Like she was like, I was so disappointed because it was just mm-hmm. so many rape jokes. Yeah. So yeah. it was from her saying that. Right. And hearing about that yeah. that I was like 
I'm good. Mm-hmm. So I didn't watch it. The disappointment for me, I feel like I feel like so many of like Dave Chappelle fans are disappointed. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm a Dave Chappelle fan too. Yeah. Like, I'm not. Yeah. It's not like we're random people who just hopped on the Dave Chappelle train. Mm-hmm. We're like Dave Chappelle fans, yo. We love We him. play your show at our events. We have events. In the background. And we play your show in the background <laughs> on mute. All the time. Yo. On mute. Because it's black. It's fun. It speaks to fucking like. It's just fucking Dave yeah. Chappelle, yo. Yes. He's the oracle. Yeah, he is. He's predicted lots of this shit. Yeah. Yeah, we hold you in high regard. Right, right. And so you yeah, talk about so we're rape, not like so outsiders then. talking about like Dave Chappelle. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, so anyway, I'm a Dave Chappelle fan. The specials came out. I was excited. I liked the little teasers and I shit. I was excited too. Yeah, two of them. Two. Two specials. I was like, yo, this is gonna be great, yo. I text my little friend. I was like, hey, we're gonna watch this together or nah? He's like, I'm not responding to you. I got shit on the brain. Fuck, Fuck you, friend. Fuck you, bitch. Anyway, so I was like, right, I'm gonna watch these shits alone. Such is my life. So I watched them alone. And uh, there were moments that were like Dave Chappelle funny, but there were, I would say, a good 60% of that for me was just like, wow, this is not. No. <laughs> no. I'm talking about the one that Kevin Hart, no. That too. No, no. Not ready. No. I prefer the, um, the get out, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> It was like both of those, man. It was both of those. It was disappointing. And I watched them both. Um, and you watched them like one after the other? I fell asleep and I ended up in the you other fell one. Fell asleep during Dave And then Chappelle. I woke up. Yeah, and then I woke up and okay. I did it again. So I've watched them both a few times, half asleep, half awake, yada, yada, yada. Shit. But I'll, you know, I'll be falling asleep. Anyway. <laughs> you too. <don't. laughs> oh, God. Don't ever drive me anywhere. <laughs> don't you worry. I will not. Um, and yeah, so he starts doing this thing where he's talking about rape <laughs> yeah yeah he makes jokes about rape he makes jokes about um How do you fuck the you trans about community rape? i don't get it comedians joke about rape all the time i know that all the time i just never to the life of me understood why you're like writing your jokes and it's like because rape is mad funny and rape. bitches don't matter yo like, rape. rape victims don't count this is hilarious it's so funny like what it is so funny um yeah so there were jokes about rape there were jokes about uh trans individuals he did a whole long thing about caitlin jenner um he does not have a twitter (laughs) right (laughs) right you will learn yeah it was it was like he where people are socially if you just have a fucking twitter yes yes and i'm gonna say this and there's another, I, as I was like, because I had my own thoughts on this shit, and then I was doing research just mm-hmm. to, you know, see what other folks were saying. And yeah. I found this black poet who said exactly what the fuck I was thinking. So I'm going to mm-hmm. read that shit. But are you going to do it in that poetry cadence? I'm not, because she didn't write a poem. She just oh, said, you said it was a poem. No, okay. it's not a poem. My it's bad. A, a poet I, who sorry. said some shit. Everyone who listens knows right. how much I hate spoken word uh-huh. and that stupid cadence that all of y'all yeah. fucking do. She might not even be a spoken word Find artist. Find another cadence. She's a poet, right. though. Right. This is separate now. Okay. Find another cadence. I'm y'all get on my nerves. Rock out on this. Okay, I'm done. You done? Thank you. Okay. I got you it out. Water? I hate that shit. Okay. I'm good. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. Um. 
But yeah, much like the old spoken word cadence from back in the day, Dave Chappelle has not evolved. Okay? Exactly. So like back in the day where he used to be like cutting, the reason why we love him is because he was cutting edge and forward thinking. Or, uh, yeah. right, or at least he yes. seemed that way to high school kids or however the fuck old we were when it was, he was it popping. Was, it, was, it was, it was, it was. He was informed. He was funny. It's this thing with like, I part of me feels like it's not racist, it's not offensive if, if it's funny, right? But there's nuance to that. There's shit layered into that. That comes with like an informed perspective. There are ways to joke yeah. about really dark things because we laugh through our pain. Yes. There are ways for us to do that. We have a tradition of doing that, but laughing at rape, laughing at transgender community, a lot of that shit, you, you're now, you're poking at people yeah. that have don't have shit to do with you, don't have shit to do with your pain. And you're not, even with that, I feel like there's a way to be, if you are a comedian, there's a way to be informed on those issues to where you can find a joke yeah. that's funny to all of us. Yep. Um, and so I feel like before he used to do that, and that might just be from being younger and being around. Um, and now he's entered into old man territory, like old black man, stagnant black man territory, yeah, like, like old dusty old, territory. And he like holds a cigarette in the corner of his mouth when he talks and yes, he shakes. Yes, like, right, 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 old, right, right. Yeah. yeah. And he's only 43. You're not even old <laughs> enough for that. <laughs> You're not even old enough for that, yo. Talking through his teeth. Right. And, shit. and it just feels like wherever he went from the last for the last 10 years, that's where he was. <laughs> <laughs> he came back swole. That's yeah, all that shit. It's like he went that's what happened. To jail. He went to the j- yes, yes. I was just about to say he that. He put himself he in ate a carbs. little bit of lockup. He ate carbs. That's right. He got swole. He came home and he's still stuck in that time. Cause that's what happens. When yeah. You get locked up. And then we're all still obsessed with him. Like uh, my favorite old school rappers are are like hanging out with him. And so you have all these people validating your shit, and then you show up. Yeah, I feel like he's been in kind of this bubble because he's been around doing little things Mm -hmm. underground or whatever, hanging out with folks or whatever. But yeah, he's like in this bubble. And then he came out and I was like, oh, take this back. There are people (laughs) who found that funny. There were people in there laughing. But the people that I know who found that funny. They're not the same people that was with us before. We found it funny the first time. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The people who find it funny now are the people who back then were like, I don't really get it. Yes. Oh, my God. It's those people. Oh, my God. It's those people. Or it's those people who have been the same <laughs> since right. we watched it back in yes. the day. They're like exactly the same. Like having The ones who we used to fuck with a little bit, but now we don't talk to them because they're hoteps. Yeah, yes. Yeah. We see them every once in a while on Facebook or, or, like, or hey, some how shit. how are things? Yeah. How's your mom? Yeah. Yeah. All right, oh, good okay. seeing you. All right. And then you put them on mute on Facebook. Exactly. You see them on the train. You hope they don't see right. you. And you like it. <laughs> That's right. Angle yourself. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. So... That's what happened. But yeah, I'm going to read this. Um, somebody, he also made a joke. So there was, he was supposed to make an appearance at this event for, I think for Detroit or Flint. Water. Yeah, he didn't go so that right. he could go to the Oscars yeah, he got with to the Chris Rock. And even that could have been made funny. But I'm, I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this thing that she says. So the... um. The poet's name is Casey Rochetteau. Um, I don't forgive me if I'm pronouncing that last name incorrectly, but it's R O C H E T E A U. You, I'm bad with that. 
It's not written in front French of you? French thing. It is, but then it went away. Oh, I'm like, what are you was, looking at? I was clicking a link and then <laughs> I'm just looking at her, the But she space. was looking up. I'm like, what is she? <laughs> I'm holding my phone what in front of What the fuck is she looking? And looking and the phone into the is in sky. Her face. Sorry. Casey Rochateau, R-O-C-H-E-T-E-A-U. Sorry. 31-year-old author of a 2016 poetry collection titled The Dozen. Um, blasts the 43-year-old comic as out of touch, unrepentant, transphobic, homophobic, and misogynist. She also accuses Chappelle of having a blasé attitude about Detroit and Flint. So this is this is her comments on it. Um, she is from Brooklyn, um, but she got some sort of like poetry grant or something like that that kind of relocated her to Detroit. So she has some connection to this. So she says. I remember TMZ posting about Dave being booed off stage in Detroit, and in the setup, I thought we'd be. I, in the setup, I thought we'd see a smart, thoughtful introduction to two specials where maybe Dave would talk about where he's been for the last ten years with prior style, self-reflection, and wit. But nah, he set up that joke to shit on Detroit. That's some Lena Dunham shit. That's the intro that he got so high he bombed in Detroit, and he wasn't refunding people's money. Uh, that's for anyone who didn't watch the special or whatever. He had appearances in Detroit and he never showed up. Well, he showed up for this Juan, thing in Detroit and he, and he, and he fucking, booed. yeah, he got and booed, he, he never... bombed, and he was like, fuck that. And in this special, he's like, I'm not giving you your money back. Da, da, da. Like, that was the joke. Really? Yeah, that was, that was like the punchline. It was just a way to make that funny. That, and, uh, and he didn't. But anyway, sorry, let me go back to um Casey's letter. That's some Lena Dunham shit. That's the intro that he got so high he bombed in Detroit and he wasn't refunding people's money. It's a city populated predominantly by black folks who work their asses off to get by and he's fucking with fans and he's fucking with his fans money. That's what got me. Also, how are you going to make half baked and say two puffs of weed got you too fucked up to do your damn job? It's one thing to bomb or get sick while touring, but it's a whole nother thing to just be a rich guy acting like a reckless teenager who can't handle this shit. There was no introspection to it. Just fuck you, pay me. Now let's move on so I can punch downward. He's reached what I call old black man status, where you just can't tell this Negro shit about shit and expect to, and expect him to hear you. And he's not even that old, which I, I started laughing. because I'm like, that's the same shit that I said when mm-hmm. I heard he was 43. The era that launched his career is over and he hasn't caught up. And yeah, I'm fairly certain every single black person knows dudes like Dave Chappelle who think rape and the lives of queer and trans folks are funny. But those dudes aren't making 60 million dollars off of that shit nor do they have the ability to reach millions of people and validate their ignorance. But oh, how they work to make, but oh, how they and their quote unquote more woke brethren will go out of their way to excuse Dave Chappelle to try to justify some ignorant shit I can only presume they co-sign. Coincidentally, Governor Rick Schneider estimated it would take 60 million to fix Flint's water pipes. So technically he could fix Flint's water. I'm just saying. Um, Then she says... She said, I got five minutes into the age of spin and was pissed, writes Rochateau, describing Chappelle as her favorite comedian until last year. I co-signed that. Um, I watched the two full specials anyway, even rewatched the first one to make sure I wasn't being overly sensitive. What she saw was a, quote, a layer cake of I don't give a fuck, having a blase attitude about Detroit, Flynn, the first women to allege Bill Cosby raped them, trans people, Key and Peele, you name it. Um, yeah. So that was her statement. And I co-signed those feelings. I did not care about the Key and Peele jokes. They weren't funny, but I didn't care. 
But I don't get why he's still fucking talking about them. He's been well, talking this, about them for a minute. Yeah, like, this was recorded though. I think I think these specials were recorded around the time when he first like this is when he started talking about them, and I think okay. we're just now hearing okay. it live. Yeah, I don't think he's like revisiting it. I think these were the first times he was talking I guess about them. Still, why he's talking about them? I'm sure he's talking about them now because right, maybe what you call is doing big things. And I'm yeah, sure, like, yeah. Like, well, yeah. he's been saying right, right, right. Jordan Peele has been saying in interviews that. Um, Dave Chappelle invited them to be on Saturday Night Live with him, and so like they're all yeah. Cool. I remember, but he right, was whatever. Right. I don't care. He's still okay. talking about them. I don't care. Stop trying to be the peacemaker. You don't right. fuck with Dave Chappelle right now. <laughs> Why are you being nice to him? Fuck well, him. Just just on that fuck one him. point, you're right. Um, yeah, I didn't like that. He ends one of those specials with a Cosby joke. Um, okay. It just his his thing. This is what what he he his thing was. He did a lot of rapes. But he also did a lot of good, and the rapes are bad. Okay, can I cut you off? Please. Okay, I'm tired of talking about him. Okay. Um, staying on comedy. Okay. Um, I don't find a lot of things funny anymore that I probably used to find funny mm-hmm. ten years ago, mm-hmm. and of course it's because I'm ten years older than I was. Right. But like, Def Trom- Def Comedy Jam came back out. Mm-hmm. And I tried to watch that shit on HBO, and I was like, "What the fuck is what is what is this?" It was not funny. Yeah. All I did was talk about women and berate women. Like, mm-hmm. it was just like, "What the fuck is this? Right. Is this?" I used to enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. It, it was so bad, mm-hmm. and it's like it made me think, like, "Damn, am I too woke to laugh?" <laughs> <laughs> And the title of this episode, (laughs) Too Woke to Laugh. What the fuck? Because it was just like everything, I had an issue with everything. Everything was not funny. And I know there's ways to still be funny and be woke because we do it all the time on the show. And I know people who do it all the time. I see it on Twitter all the time. And we laugh and shit. I still laugh laugh all the time. I Twitter all the time. But it's stand-up. Like, am I too woke for Mm. like a lot of the stand-up, I guess, I'm watching? Mm. Um, Because it was, I guess that, Deaf comedy brand of comedy, whatever I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just was that shit was horrible. Mm. It was so bad. It was not funny. It was not fucking funny. It was the same old that bitch crazy. My mom was crazy. Mm-hmm. If you're a woman, I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that shit is not funny. It mm. was not funny. I, I think I watched like two episodes, and I was like, nah, this shit is horrible. Mm-hmm. Like I think I'm too woke to laugh at this shit because mm-hmm. i still laugh at lots of things but right. that the the stuff i used to enjoy i guess about deaf comedy jam comic view type of comedy mm-hmm. i don't know i don't want to lump them all in I only watch two episodes mm-hmm. and that's so that's probably only about four or five comics right but that shit was not funny i don't know i haven't watched at one all. of those like you don't series. need to well yeah <laughs> I, I won't thanks but yeah i haven't watched like a series like that with like rotating comedians in a long time it every was... i watched michael chase special i didn't enjoy that shit either i didn't watch that i don't i'm not i I don't enjoy stand-up like i used to right um i haven't watched that mm-hmm. there's some other comedian i don't know who he is um fucking white feminism ruined fucking like a lot of white stand-up comics for me women Oh. for me which that yeah, i used I was, to enjoy they're you know so me. hardcore with the fucking white feminism now. yeah I, I never you know me i yeah. was i was not looking at them. and then my vagina every huh. joke yeah and so i was farting from my butt 
and my vagina. That's you always know my the vagina jokes. farts sometimes. You know, and Mexican men, they like to rape. That's yeah. an Amy Schumer joke, guys. And then, I, joke, and then guys. I fucked a black guy. I was never uh-huh. into white women comedy so too funny. much. So funny. Yeah, black never. guys love my vagina. Yes, black men love me. Because huh, I have a Because I have ass. an ass. Because I'm not built like most white chicks. So funny. Pay me. That's, that's the, <laughs> the thing. Right. Or it's like the airhead, the airhead, um, I don't know, that thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. That, I, I, don't, I was just never really into white girl comedy. No, I but, just kept eating because I was just going to throw it up later. Yeah. Because sometimes I throw up on dicks. Like, it's just mm-hmm. stupid. I, I, and then I felt good because I lost seven pounds. That's so funny because I'm self-deprecating. Yeah. that's what they do i hate it i've always hated it it's so horrible oh my god i I can't really get into and i'm not i'm not into self-deprecation too much either right right and a lot of white women comics do that like they have to like i used to do that to myself i have to grow out of that like It's like the f- why you do right. that, but you know, you, you know mm-hmm. how my brain is set up. Like yeah. I'm the shit, and nothing right, else. So right, I can't, right, I can't, right. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. All the time, it's crazy for me. Yeah. Like, all the time, yeah. you can make fun of yourself, but like all the time, mm-hmm. what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. So that was disappointing. If you haven't watched it and you love Dave Chappelle, maybe you watch it just because I laughed a few times. If you're not a fan of Dave Chappelle, just don't fucking watch it. <laughs> If you are a fan of this podcast, maybe don't watch it. <laughs> if you are listening to this podcast and you hate it, that's the show for you. That's, <laughs> those two specials are probably right up your alley, yo. Oh, my god! Yeah, it's sad, though. It's sad because, again, like I said, definitely a fan. This is not like outsider talk yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? Even like where he's been. I listen to people talk. I listen to people talk about Dave and like, oh, I can't wait for him to come back. Yeah. He's too young for this shit. And the other thing is that we're not expecting these things from somebody who didn't used to deliver these things. And we know that like artists change and evolve and shit. But like he he was known for being on the cutting edge of like shit. Of this stuff. Yeah. And he even talked about in the special how he's old now and shit. But like again there, there are old people you and you always remind me this because i'm a little bit ageist yeah, yeah, or whatever ages. yeah but there are older people who are like cutting edge yeah, and on top of stuff yeah, like, you know what i'm saying come shout out to harry belafonte i haven't brought him up in a while <laughs> he's the love of my life yeah, y'all like, i just want to remind are, everybody yeah i don't i don't give people the yeah. the age um pass right like the same information is out here for you right. to take in and you're 43 you know, yo. yeah like you're not you're 43 need you to relax that is mad young oh you can't even get social security checked you need to fall the fuck that back that is mad You're not young old. sit the fuck down if you think because he's bald that that's just classified he's bald forever exactly it's the man that doesn't weight. mean anything it's the man weight and he has those eyes that old comedians who've been drinking and smoking get remember when martin lawrence, he's lawrence old. started that's looking what it like is. that he's old in drug years he may be that's what it he's is he's old in abuse years yeah You're right. drug year drug You're right. abuse You're right. years You're right. is different from like regular he's got alcohol lip hum- yeah he does yeah he's got alcohol lip and those alcohol sockets so he's aged he's the age of his liver you're right (laughs) there it is that's what it is yeah old black man liver maybe you are old (laughs) maybe you are sir maybe you are maybe you are yeah um all right maybe him and bill cosby should go on tour (laughs) (laughs) 
and they can make rape jokes together. <laughs> Full disclosure, Dave Chappelle did a set That'd with Chris That'll be great, because then what? we would know all the men that we should not fuck. You're right. Like, all the men in that They'll audience? They'll all be there. Yes! Guys not to fuck. Oh, uh, let's, we should make, yeah, put that on some t-shirts. Guys not to fuck, and then a list. <laughs> And it'll say none of them. <laughs> um, yeah, full disclosure, he did a set with uh, Chris Rock recently. If that's recorded somewhere, I'll watch that. But he's another one. Anyway. And you know about me and Chris Rock. Yeah, and I have to give you a pass on that now, too. Because, again, I'm a former <laughs> Chris Rock fan. And that nigga is, like, mad. He's just coming off as mad respectable. He's likable. That's the Chris Rock's brand is being likable. He's so likable. He's likable. We like him. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go we, for a drink with him. Like, like, yeah, right I'm like smiling, him. thinking he, about he, Chris Rock. Yo, his brand is likable. I'm likable. I make you feel good. Ah, ha! Yeah, I'm harmless. Yeah, yeah. Chris Rock. Gotta love me. Yeah. yeah, jazz hands. Like yeah. that's Chris Rock. I didn't, I didn't love that last movie he did. I had fun. He had a movie. The movie that he did, Top Five. Oh, I was into it. I had fun, but it wasn't. I went like, to see it for free, so it wasn't. There like, you go. <laughs> yeah, so I went to a screening or some shit. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, I just need him to stop. It was fun. I think everyone should see it, but I didn't yes. love it. Did you know that Martin Lawrence was supposed to play Pookie? I did not. But he, he could have too. He had a bout of depression because who's that other comedian who passed? Who was in House Party? Oh, man. What's his name? Robin Harris, yeah. When he passed, Martin oh, Lawrence was really depressed. Right, so then right, 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 right. I know you like these kind of facts. I so do. I'm, that was a yeah. fun fact, yes, yo. Yes. Hit us with the fun yes. facts. It's this no, guy I follow on Twitter who just I can't always believe has I didn't notice. black entertainment fun facts. So Who is he? Um, I'll tell you after the show. We are recording. Now, yo. We're recording. <laughs> I am a chronic fucking Googler and a fun factor, yo. I need this information. So I'll, I'll tell oh you. I'll tell you. I got to find it and stuff. We're recording. So I'm just going to like. Oh, my God. Spare the edit. Uh, maybe we'll take a break and then I'll find it for you. Yo, fun facts. Speaking of fun facts, you know Felicia Rashad has been married three times? I think, um, what you call it? What's her second husband? Yes, yeah, her third. Her third? Oh, he was I her third? I think he was her third husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, I Felicia. I told you that fact. Yes. That's right, Felicia. Fun fact. I learned they that. Take it on your nerves. You say bye That's to right. them, I Felicia. I learned that Googling one night for, for no reason. I have no, usually I can say why I Googled that shit. I have no, I don't know why I was Googling Felicia Rashad, yo. Oh, okay. So, this made me think of you. Yes. So, at work, I be hiring people and shit. Mm -hmm. Somebody wrote on their resume. Oh, no. Wait, what? Google stalker. And I was like. That's. What the fuck is this? But. I know a Google stalker. Her name is Jay. My name is Jay. Yo, let me I tell you something. I don't know why she wrote that on her resume. That's so funny. If you tell me about she was a guy. She for a um, social media um, Oh, that's funny. Thing. But Google stalker. Yo, no. tell me about a guy that you're dating and I will find a YouTube no, video you he did four yes. years ago. Jay will about find some problematic shit, yo. I found two hidden babies. Jay will How find. How you find two in a lifetime? I really thought I would just find one. She's found two hidden babies. I just like to know what's going on. And I'm, no, it's smart. And I'm not like. Uh, like I'm not like a snooper like I'm not a person I'm not gonna check your phone I'm not gonna check nah, your email but you gonna... do this but it's not that you're doing it cause of guy you do this with everything I do so I man do, who've yo. dated Jay get over yourself it's not about you this is just what she does yeah, it's what it she is. does it is yo I just be knowing shit I love when I meet someone else who is like me <laughs> cause we're so <laughs> maybe rare maybe I should've let you we're meet so that rare. google stalker who put that yeah, on the right? 
Oh. Match made in heaven over there. Anyway, as long as you connect me to this dude with the fun facts, the black fun facts, yo, then you and I are square. <laughs> then we're even. Let's take a commercial. Let's take a break. Cool. Guess what the year 2017 is. What is 2017? It is about? a year that we give black women our money. What? Yes. Your money? Your yes. money for what? I don't know, but I know we are black women. We are black women. We produce content. We do create and produce content. And we would like your money. That's right. We would like your money. So, like she said, it's 2017. We have a lot of plans for this year, and we need your help to build and grow. We want to thank everybody who's been donating to our PayPal, and we just wanted to encourage anyone who hasn't to pop off and throw us a little yes. bit of money in the yes. collection plate. We appreciate yes. you, and show your appreciation to us with that. Yep. Go to teawithqueenandjade.com. Go to the no donation button, press it, and give black women your money. That's right. You can also go straight to PayPal at paypal.me backslash T with QJ. Yes. Money. Yeah. We're going to get some money. Scream. Get the money. So. We are back. We're back. Um, We wanted to talk about uh the missing girls and teens in D.C. Yes. Is it the whole DMV area or just D.C.? I think it's DMV. Okay. But I guess DC. It's just easy thing to say. Because that seems... I'm I'm always retreating people who are missing. Mm-hmm. But I'm seeing... Excuse me. I'm seeing girls from Maryland, too. Right. right, um, right. And then you were building that um, Tumblr? I don't have time for that anymore. Okay. So that's why I just always retreat them on my... Um, Got it. On my Twitter. Mm-hmm. But I did have... That was like three years ago. I had a okay. Tumblr for like missing mm-hmm. black women girls. Mm-hmm. Um. So Jay and I have kind of been talking about um for years I guess now yeah, yeah. about um missing black women and girls and how poorly it's handled mm-hmm. um here in the states um for the most part especially when it comes to this case with the girls from DC um I keep seeing people which is fine like everyone we are like on high alert we're all trying to figure the shit out mm-hmm. we're all concerned we're all worried that's fine mm-hmm. like so that's not the issue but like people are asking questions which is also fine too right. so i see lots of people talk about amber alerts mm-hmm. so that made me research like amber alerts right um and usually amber alerts are giving when there's evidence of an abduction mm-hmm. so that's probably why we're not seeing amber alerts to these girls right. because they're missing yeah there's like high criteria for like what constitutes yeah an amber, an amber alert, alert. Right, right, and i right. think people are um not realizing that yeah um so i just wanted to say that Mm -hmm. and then also another problem is that a lot of these girls are classified as runaways and um which kind of makes them throwaways Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and that's the huge problem that's where a lot of the mishandling Mm -hmm. is happening and it's been a lot of a lot of times because these girls um and other teens are teens of color yeah it's like it's it's Law enforcement seems to be a lot quicker to label them as runaways. Yes. To dismiss them yeah, as runaways. Yeah, to runaway. not even right. investigate as to, right. oh, they mm-hmm. must have just ran away. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, also, what was I going to say? Well, I was reading an article mm-hmm. um, about some of the numbers because there was some discrepancy in the numbers or whatever. And I think that the point by the time I got to the fucking end is that there is an incredibly large amount of teens missing mm-hmm. in dc like the numbers have not necessarily skyrocketed but that there has been a push to um 
to take these cases more seriously and to publicize and yes, share them exactly. more, whatever. Right. Um, and so in that article, though, it's a lot of fuck shit coming out. A lot yeah. of pe- people are saying a lot of fucked up. Right. So Kevin Harris, a spokesman for um, the mayor, I think it's the mayor of D.C. Um, so he says, if we really want to help solve this problem, we have to break the cycle of young people, especially girls who repeatedly run away from home. So that that was I've been, like, I've been kind of, yeah. yeah I've been that so a lot. the next paragraph of this was the actual mayor then talking about like initiatives to help some of the reasons that people okay. run away from home, which was like a great save, yeah, the, like the next fucking day. That, but that statement in itself, yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, it kind of it, it dismisses the fact that a lot of these a lot of kids who run away, and then he's especially girls are victims of sexual, sexual abuse, abuse, victims of abuse. violence. Yeah. Um, other things are happening in their homes that are unsettling and disturbing. And it just seemed like one of those blanket statements yeah. like, oh, well, if these bitches would just stop running away, then, then you know, this stuff would happen to them. Yeah. That and then also, um, I learned this while we were doing the show and mm-hmm. learned about missing women and girls. Um I was say. when girls run away mm-hmm. when they are caught, right. they're arrested. Right. So they're criminalized. Like why? Why is that the way we deal with runaways mm-hmm. to arrest them? Like I right. remember, I rem- remember watching like Scared Straight, and the girls are usually in there for running away. Mm-hmm. The the teenage girls yeah. makes no fucking sense to me. Right. Why are you jailing people for running away? Why mm-hmm. are you not figuring out mm-hmm. why these girls are running away? Right. Not to mention, aside from that, something that I think we talked about in a few episodes or maybe last week, um, the. Okay, are you breathing? Mm-hmm. the um girls who run away often tend to be prone to or they're not prone to it but people prey on them you know what i'm saying so if you have somebody that's the target right for for, for those for things pimps. for sex trafficking yes. those are the that's the target mm-hmm. um a homeless girl right a girl who you know is in foster care mm-hmm. and doesn't like because like they yeah. they prey on that that's right. who they look for right for right. those things yeah so i just wanted to mention that in terms of like these women these girls, excuse me, are victims yeah. rather than being treating them like, oh, they just need to stop running away. And the notion of them being like a troubled teen instead of and with bad behavior instead of looking at, OK, what's happening in their home kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like, OK, so I had posted on Facebook asking about Amber Alerts like, hey, I'm confused. Um, to my knowledge, I've always only seen Amber Alerts for kids. Mm-hmm. Have you seen an Amber Alert for a teen before? Like, let me know. I don't so we're, so. I, I haven't. Me personally, I, have. I haven't. But within the conversation, some people have, some right. haven't, whatever. This one bitch is like, people are blown out of proportion. People are making this a trend. Um... A lot of these girls ran away. It's not an, it's not like a spike and blah, 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 and all of this stuff. So I was like, um, if it is a trend, thank you. Because yeah. for the past three years, I've been talking about the 64,000 women and girls, mm-hmm. black women and girls mm-hmm. that have been missing. And there's no one's really right. doing much about it. So thank God it's a trend. Yeah. And it's because of social media. And it's because we are able to use our voices in ways that we haven't before that this is elevated. Yeah. No, there's not a spike. But there's more immediate attention because we're demanding it. Right. Like, are you angry because we're demanding to say where the fuck are our girls? Mm-hmm. Like, what is wrong with people? Mm-hmm. Like, 
What like how yeah. does your brain work that way? Well, we have been, and I know you're talking about a black woman. Just yes, a just black know. woman. Yeah, yeah. We have been trained to devalue ourselves and to view our children as criminals unless they are our own that we are raising in our house. So any other black child, a lot of us, let me say, those mm-hmm. who those who are asleep and who have fallen victim to white supremacy in this way or whatever. Um, yeah, look at other children as criminals. A lot of us are afraid of ourselves, afraid of our own communities and have stopped parenting and nurturing one another as a community. That's you know what exactly. I'm saying? So, yeah, so it gets easy. Oh, well, these are just these are just troubled children and they're yeah. just doing too much and it's, yada, yada, yada. A lot yada. of them are, are runaways. Right. I was like, okay, and do you know that that's the highest, that's who sex traffickers, that's who pimps look for. Yeah. The girls who no one is going to look for, stupid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Th- that's just mad obvious right, to me right. like but even in the notion of like the way that people look at pimps and sex workers or pimps and hoes in a more you know to say it how people like that say it or whatever the hoe is not the victim no of course not you know? that's kind of like a many episodes ago where we talked about the sex abuse to um prison pipeline mm-hmm. of black girls in this country even if you are an not even if you are, you are an underage prostitute. You'll get right. arrested and they'll treat you, you'll be charged like a prostitute. Mm-hmm. They won't even acknowledge it as that you're 14, you're 14 that you're fucking 13, years old. That you're fucking they, they, 12, for that black you're girls, they act as if you chose mm-hmm. to be a prostitute at the age of 14. Yeah. I don't care if she said, this is what I want to do. She's 14. Mm-hmm. That's not a decision she's supposed that she makes. Right. It's fucking rape. Right. But you charge these girls. Because they're black girls and who gives a fuck about them? Mm-hmm. And they must have wanted to do this anyway. They ran to be with the pimp. Like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's not how that works. At all. It's not that's how any not of this works. Um, yes. Amongst all of this, um, because there is, not that there's confusion, but um, no, there's no confusion, but no one knows where these girls are. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're safe. I would pray that they're like safe. They found some utopia place <laughs> right. <laughs> to right. be. And, you know, that's mm-hmm. just, you know, like whatever. They're in Oz. Oh, I wish they were in Oz. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be really, mm-hmm. I would really. Like I don't want to be seen unless I'm green. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to the Oz soundtrack the other day. Get out of here. Yo, this weekend, I was, yo, this weekend. Uh-huh. Was dope. That's awesome. Yes. Listen to the Little Mermaid soundtrack. Yes. I was just, I was like, why do you that? have that? Apple Music. Okay. I don't own it. You just could right, stream right, the right. shit. That is wild um, style. Yes. I'd so, rather be dead than in red. Okay. Gold. Gold was the color. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, while this, this, all of this is happening, feeling helpless, um, worrying about these girls, mm-hmm. worrying about why people don't get it, um, feeling anxiety as to people not caring about black people mm-hmm. drives me crazy so i um went on the internet and searched for ways to um i guess signs for sex trafficking okay um how you can identify that mm-hmm. things to look for so um going to share that with everyone the list is long but here are i'll break it down here are some warning signs to um I guess if you're around a girl a lot, let's say school or mm-hmm. something like that, signs that you can look at to maybe she might be in a sex trafficking situation. Mm-hmm. So signs of physical abuse such as burns, such as burn marks, bruises, or cuts, 
unexplained absences from class, less appropriately dressed than before, sexualized behavior, um, overly tired in class, withdrawn, depressed, distracted, or checked out. I just want to say that some of these things to me, um, if taken out of context, I think can make it seem like it's the girl. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to, the site I got this from wasn't like that. So I just mm-hmm. wanted to disclaim that that's not the fault of the girl. Right. These are just things to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, br- brags about making or having lots of money. Displays expensive clothes, accessories, or shoes. Nudes, um, those two um, stuck out to me because it's as if I'm of course I'm thinking Mm -hmm. but it's as if she is probably told to do that because usually these girls are recruiting other girls also right yeah and that's a part of like the pimp language so in order for the pimp to it's like a fucking pyramid scheme it is because I remember y'all know I've been arrested and stuff and Mm -hmm. whatever and I remember being a bookings and the prostitutes because I got arrested near Hunts Point so Mm -hmm. it was like mad prostitutes right and they speak in the same pimp language yeah so one yeah. of them was like yeah like why would i have a boyfriend and suck his dick a few times and maybe get sneakers mm-hmm. when i could do all of this and, this, and i'm just listening to them like right. what yeah. <laughs> you know whatever and we were all they none of them were underage we were mm-hmm. all like 18 or whatever right, right. but she was in the recruiting like mm-hmm. that's what she was doing so when mm-hmm. i seen that that's what um that made me think of mm-hmm. um a new tattoo um pimps generally especially sex trafficking pimps um brand their girls Mm -hmm. um with tattoos usually a name a symbol of money or some kind of barcode to Mm -hmm. indicate that that hoe belong not she's not a hoe to indicate that that um (laughs) sex trafficking victim oh god she's turned it on She's turned it on. <laughs> to, okay. to indicate that that sex trafficking victim yes. belongs to him. Right. Um, she talks about having an older boyfriend or talks about these new friends that have this different kind of like lifestyle. Um, talks about wild parties and often tries to invite you. So I'm guessing this is like peer-to-peer mm-hmm. signs. Um, sh- uh, show signs of some kind of gang affiliation a lot of times pimps aren't just pimps they're usually drug dealers or they're, mm. they're usually doing lots of things right. um illegally so that's like peer-to-peer signs mm-hmm. then there's other signs of these signs are closer to like her living conditions um you can tell that she's like trapped in this life mm-hmm. um type of thing so it's not free to leave on is not free to leave or come and go as she wishes it's under 18 is a per- this one is obvious it's under 18 and, and is providing commercial sex acts um it's unpaid or paid very little um she talks about being paid through tips mm-hmm. those types of things um which other one? Oh, this one and then it says this is like if you want to signs of like mental abuse, poor mental health and human behavior, abnormal behavior. Mm-hmm. If she's like incredibly anxious, um, all of a sudden, this is right. not, it's not her or she's right. incredibly depressed mm-hmm. all of a sudden, um, incredibly submissive mm-hmm. all of a sudden or incredibly tense all of a sudden, tense or paranoid all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. If that's not the behavior she had before and now has now this probably um, something like that. 
And another sign is avoiding con- eye contact. Mm-hmm. A lot of these girls are told not to look people in the eye. Right. And eventually that just something they just get used to mm-hmm. um it's like it reminds me of like bad hazing but you just always in that fucking same yeah like, being yeah ha- you never cross over you never cross line you mm-hmm. fucking just still being hazed yeah, yeah yeah then there's unless you become the top sex trafficking victim and then the bottom bitch oh yeah that's what i was trying to avoid that language then you become the oppressor anyway well ahead. the bottom bitch isn't that great um yeah but, okay i don't want <laughs> to trivialize this and um, turn into yeah joke go ahead so um and then there's other things because even though you're a sex traffic sex traffic victim does not mean that you don't have access to your family all the time right. don't have access to older friends all the time mm-hmm. you can you, sometimes you still do come and go right. but like you can if you see that they claim to just be vid- visiting but you don't know from where mm-hmm. or um they have the inability to like supply address, um, things like that. That's mm-hmm. not um, typical, especially when you're a teenager. Yeah. To like not have a, um, at the very least, an address. Right. Um, and also like repeated lying, like re- inconsistencies in their stories when. Just with regular day-to-day life stuff, is just pretty inconsistent. And then when you catch them in a lie, they get defensive or paranoid defensive mm-hmm. is another sign. Because a lot of times they're, um, I don't want to call them a pimp. I don't know a word. A lot of times the person that is trafficking them is not far. Mm-hmm. It's never really far from them. Right. So, yeah, they might be visiting their cousin on that block mm-hmm. but he's probably in a car sitting down waiting downstairs right. so it's they're never really alone mm-hmm. um so yeah those are a lot of the signs that i got from that and then there is a hotline um to report if you think there's human trafficking mm-hmm. um that number is one 373 or you can text help to be free um, the numbers for be free is two three three seven three three. So that's text help to two three three seven three three. Um, yeah, if you either suspect human trafficking or if you are a victim of human trafficking. Well, thank you for that, yo. Yeah, that's good shit. I think it's um, important. Yeah, and I think it's important that we keep continue to share the images of those girls that were lost. I think some of the confusion was that. Um, there were some old images, but those a lot of those are still girls that, that are, are missing. fucking missing, yo. Where I, the fuck are they? I Their case has not been closed. I, what the fuck? I don't understand the angst. Yeah. Why are they trying to find these girls? Like, yeah. I mm-hmm. don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand the angst. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes no sense to me mm-hmm. at all, especially when it comes out of fucking black women's mouths. Mm-hmm. Like, do you hate yourself that yeah. much? Who taught you to hate yourself? Like, it's ridiculous. It is yeah. fucking ridiculous. Right. Well, white supremacy and fucking like patriarchy and misogynoir, that shit is not restricted to um, you know, white folks or and men all black or whatever. Men. Yeah. It's just it was just annoying mm-hmm. cuz she was the woman that I spoke about who I went back and forth with once. And then even some people um subconsciously not even realizing it, like asking questions like are they missing or are they runaways? I'm like, what are you, what? What? Huh? 
if they're a kid, that's still a fucking missing motherfucker. Why does that matter? Children are not motherfuckers. But I would notice kids, a lot of times when I said, why does it matter? Then they're like, oh, oh like, what the fuck am I doing? Right, right. Because so, we're so trained yeah, to just do stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah, What do you yeah. mean? Why does it matter? Run mm-hmm. away, whatever. That person is gone. Right. And they should be found. A kid. Yes, if a kid a is a runaway, is that's a high yeah, alert situation. Yeah, we're not situation. talking about your fucking fuckboy ass husband, right. right? Who just left. <laughs> who left okay? you. Who went out for cigarettes. <laughs> and never came yeah. back. Mm-hmm. Like, we're talking about girls. Mm-hmm. Fucking girls. Yeah. I'd be damned if at 14 I went missing and people were just like, did she run away or mm-hmm. is she? No, look for my ass, you dumb motherfucker. Yeah. Like, find yeah. me, please. Yeah. Do whatever you got to do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. And that's crazy. a relief. I mean, if you find out, oh, they ran away. Okay, great. So that's step one. Yeah, they weren't abducted. Okay, wonderful. Now, where are they? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's still a missing, right, it's still right, a missing right, person. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Missing people are not classified by how they became missing. Right. They're just missing. Mm-hmm. That's how you become missing is yeah. that you are missing. And I think that goes back to, especially we're talking about... Um, women and girls who are being sex trafficked like we're talking about rape you know what i'm saying we're talking about people doing things against their will we're talking about girls who are underage having sex like this with grown-ass people who know better you know what i'm saying this is this is rape sorry no i was just gonna bring it back to this dave Chappelle bullshit That's, like it's yes. not fucking funny it's yo. not funny at all it's not fucking funny it trivializes it and it makes it easier for people to be like did they run away or did they did fucking whatever exactly oh she's a 12 year old prostitute lock her up you yes. know what i'm saying like I, I remember i don't know the ins and outs of the story because i was reading it on twitter yeah um a woman was expressing the story she worked at a hotel mm-hmm I think in Arizona, some state. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that um, this girl was was sex trafficked in this hotel for like two years. Mm. How do you see like a 14 or 15 year old girl staying at this motel for two years and like, right. don't say anything. Disposable. Like, she's disposable. How do you, how do, how do you do mm-hmm. Like what? Like, yeah. but it's because rape, culture makes all of this shit okay because mm-hmm. she's a fast ass girl right. and she deserves whatever the fuck she gets yep. that's a problem yep. that's Even, yep. it's crazy yep. yep that terminology fast yeah of a girl being fast that's yeah. like we're talking about like a girl who is either just the term i'm, I'm gonna just use yeah, it just because yes. i don't want to miss this opportunity to talk about that term fast um usually when little girls are described as fast we're talking about a girl who is curious about sexuality mm-hmm. possibly yep. we're talking at which is like normal for children normal. to be curious about sexuality normal. it's normal for, for children to be curious about their bodies and you know what I'm saying? Like all of those things come with like being a kid. And so instead of people addressing that as addressing that curiosity as the curiosity of a child is turned into, oh, she's a fast little girl. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Stay away from her. She's fast. Or or even if she's not fast and though we're using the word loosely. That's not right. how we feel about right. these girls. I just wanted to make sure mm-hmm. I said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um but even girls who I've never been called fast, but if your body is a certain way, 
Mm-hmm. You're fast, right? Right. Or you're or you're warranting men yes. doing shit. Yes. And it's like no, I'm I'm mommy gave me jeans and exactly. I have a big, my mother gave me the jeans that have a big ass. Mm-hmm. I'm 11, but that's right. If your body and that's the other thing. This is the other thing again with the criminalization and demonization of little girls. If you were nine years old, if you were eight and you didn't have any titties, and then you get titties all of a sudden at nine, ten years old, the way that you move your body is still that it's of somebody who way. didn't have. There's a period. There's a, a learning curve of how do I move now that. I have huge titties and a fat ass now. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, what? what, what is this body? What yeah, does this look exactly. like? You know? So a lot of times you see, like, it takes a while to learn how to fucking walk, how to move. But on top of that, if we didn't make um, body type such an issue, that wouldn't even matter. Right. I wouldn't have to learn how to readjust how I right, move. Right, if, right, because right, I have right. breasts now, because I have butt now, now I'm like this sexualized mm-hmm. thing. If we could have detach that somehow because there are communities in this world where that's not a thing right. where titties aren't a thing right, but right, let's right. Mm-hmm. and yeah, they go all right we just walk walk around right so like if we can separate that then these little girls don't even have to relearn the mm-hmm. body like, how many fucking times do, I, do we have to relearn our bodies right 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 it's crazy right, right. So did just, i tell you i was in church i may have told I remember this you story. was dancing and the, yeah i was just really i was in church was, clapping minding my fucking in fucking church okay <laughs> where i was clearly okay being if i was like clapping and shit like that or mm-hmm. whatever you can't don't won't catch me there now you catch me outside <laughs> how about that oh, um yeah yes yeah, so i was in church clapping and we had uh we never called her a nanny but we had a nanny mm-hmm. or whatever because my mom worked at night or whatever you and she went to church with us i know i know it. i have well people this, if i have Fuck new listeners bitches, i feel but because I think a lot of shit comes with the notion of like a nanny, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's a lot of class shit that I'm not afraid to be associated with, except that's not my truth. But you know everybody kind of has. I had a babysitter. She didn't right. stay with us, but every day I was with this person right, for long right, periods right, of time. Right, right, right. Just because I say babysitter and you say nanny, now it's a different class thing. It, that's crazy. For some people, that's, yeah, yeah I know it that. triggers I'm just certain things in people's heads. That's right. We, which is, I guess, probably why we always said babysitter. Right. We've all had these things, regardless of class. True that. True that. True that. So anyway, I just wanted to say because I, I, I get. Even though it's your life. Right, but right, I get right, like, right. I, I don't know. I feel like weird when you have to. Not that you when feel. I, yeah, yeah, I know I don't what you're feel saying. Like you should have I know what to, you're saying. Like, I, I, yeah, because it does, it denotes, yeah, those terms denote class, mm-hmm. you know? And, and even um, if you had a nanny. So it would be fine, right? It would be fine, but I feel like, I guess because this platform is so intimate, podcasting is so intimate, I never want to be misunderstood. You know what I'm saying? So okay. I guess it lends itself to that. You, just, you say that even not. I do do it. Right, right, right. I do. I am aware of that because okay. I know we've talked about that before, and that's not something I I noticed before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've tried to limit that in my personal life. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when I'm on the podcast, your I, mom I do worked feel at night. More. You better had a fucking nanny. She did work at night. The fuck? Yo, you're supposed to be in the house, burning the house ourselves. down, and being on the news, and then it'd be because you ain't have oh a father God. in the house because that's what that's what it they blame exactly everything on. Exactly, be that I didn't have a father, and it would not be his <laughs> fault either. It would be her fault anyway i'm sorry i didn't mean to digress that's cool that's cool that's cool but anyway babysitter went to church with us because she was an integrated part of the family and shit um yeah she like you would have thought that i had fucking like spread my fucking legs open and was fucking in the middle of you the was rubbing your vagina on yeah. the pews. <laughs> i was just like clapping and because i had a butt now mm-hmm. all this it was jiggling and shit and i i my clothes were not conducive to ass jiggle <laughs> 
And that was like when I had young Janicia booty. That was not this <laughs> aged, seasoned J Boogie booty I have right now. This is like young, fresh booty. And she was like, yo, she demonized that shit. I felt so, and that, that used to actually happen to me a lot in church. I was there another time and I had, I'm fucking tall. So I had gotten taller mm-hmm. and my skirt was now shorter than it had been before. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I, I was like there to do some shit at church. Yeah, and this lady, as long as fuck. I know, this lady was like, how are you supposed to be doing that in church? And your legs all showing. Da, da, da. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I cannot catch a break. That's Guess good. what? Catch me outside. Because <laughs> I ain't coming then back. I ain't coming. But then the last straw was I had started coming. Sorry to get on this no, tangent. No, but it's just but like it's all the ways that women and that... girls are fucked with, yo. The last time, like the last final straw when I was like, you know what? I am done with this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think it was like right after college. And I was there. And I was down to be there. And I had started, I was like, yo, well, I don't, I don't fucking like wear skirts in my everyday life. And it's always been associated with some sort of source of like misery. Yeah. I'm not into this shit. This mm-hmm. is not who I am. So I started going to church in dress, dressy like pants and shit like that. I was still dressed up, but I was not fucking wearing a skirt because I'm yeah. dead. Motherfuckers pulled me aside. Like, yo, can you like, can I ask you to wear like dresses and shit? And I'm like, you can ask me, but like, what's, what does that have to do with my salvation? Well, I'm just asking you to do it. I was like, okay. And on that note cash me outside that's crazy how about that like fuck that little white girl though when you tell me stuff yeah fuck that bitch um when you tell me stuff like that it's weird because you would assume well i would assume me being my muslim self and my nation of islam self that that would be a lot of my experience in the mosque Mm -hmm. and it wasn't like um my mother didn't care if we shook our butt and mm-hmm. dance because she was like, you're dancing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've, but I feel like a lot of that also has to do with like your family. No, but even in a mosque, we used to have parties, dance to reggae and all of that. We weren't mm-hmm. like rubbing our butts on each other, right, but right, we were right. dancing. Mm-hmm. I think it was noted as dancing right 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 um for the most part we at least, weren't allowed at to least do to, that that yeah we used to party, have we used to have part i think we were not allowed to party we used to shit, have yo. parties no, um, no, no. remember if y'all remember, if anybody listened from the mosque muhammad's mom number seven mm-hmm. the fish house mm-hmm. they know what i'm talking about Uh-oh. used to have parties all the time mm-hmm. and i think it was be- it could be because they wanted to keep us in the mosque right. so they wanted us to do these things right, and right, have this right. fun and whatever mm-hmm. amongst each other but um of course, I wasn't winding up on no dicks. Mm-hmm. My church but, was too small. My church, I'm like from like an old school like storefront church, mm-hmm. and like all the motherfuckers were in from the south because it was like in New Rochelle, Mount Vernon. Mm-hmm. They were all like it was like being in the fucking south. It was so oh, weird. Um, but anyway, yeah, I think if we were a larger congregation, then we would have had, had like part. They pro- they most likely would have been weird because of the type of <laughs> Christians. <laughs> We were. They definitely would have been weird fucking parties. But I remember being at we parties, had parties as a yeah. teenager doing a broke up, like doing mm-hmm. things. Right, like, or right, whatever. right. Because um, it sounds like you were part of a community that was invested in preserving like the community and yeah, having yeah. kids mm-hmm. be kids and so, shit like that. Yeah, I guess. Uh, and you guys, I guess the hope would be that you all end up together anyway yeah, supposed marry to marry the guy Muslim, over there and marry anyway. young you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah, it's just a different mindset was, yeah, yeah, ours yeah. was yo don't fucking look at nobody <laughs> don't put on no bumblecloth makeup <laughs> don't pierce your ears oh, wear a skirt God. like all this like super duper mm-hmm. strict like like it was really yeah, we, but we would have like strict, or like with clothing it was strict but mm-hmm. we were like covered or whatever 
I could wear tight jeans, but my shirt had to cover my butt. Right. Never had a big butt, but okay. Right, right, you know, like right. stuff like that. Yeah, so there yeah, were yeah. things. Yeah. But I think, and I appreciate my mom for, and I, this is probably just my experience. My mother was very strict about what I wore, mm-hmm. but she never made it about, she made it about my protection, not mm-hmm. like, because I'm being fast or like, right. because I'm showing men these things. Mm-hmm. It was just like, it's just safer this right, this way. Right, so right. I never felt, although as a teenager, it was like, shit, I can't wear what I want to wear. But mm-hmm. I never felt like it was my body's fault mm-hmm. as to why I couldn't wear certain things. Right. It was just like, look, people may have the wrong impression. You're too young to probably deal with this, 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 mm-hmm. and this. Could you just, you know, button that up? Mm-hmm. That type of thing. Um, It wasn't 100% foolproof. Right. But, appreciate that no mine was always look at you over there standing like that that was <laughs> look at well, you over there dude. i couldn't stand like this, this you know how you stand with most, fucked up you know yeah, you stand yeah, most yeah. of your late weight on one leg no, I, couldn't, I couldn't stand, I couldn't stand like that because like i was grown yeah like i couldn't be grown right i couldn't right. do that oh i had this one lady at church that would always harass me like when i was younger before i had anybody look at you being grown because i was smart and i had i would speak god forbid <laughs> let me tell you yo i am the most oppressed bitch okay you I'm are. like the most unsus- unsuspectedly oppressed bitch. I swear to God, yo. And now the tears. <laughs> <laughs> and like clockwork. Harry, <laughs> is this over yet? I almost made it the whole episode. <laughs> I almost oh made God. it. I almost survived, yo. Mm-hmm. I almost survived. Stop fucking oh, with girls. So yo, lead, hands off the little girls, yo. Yeah, let them rock, let them yo. Fun. Let them. I almost stabbed my cousin in the eye for using the term fast little girls. I was like, yo, you were there. I was like, yo, if you say this again. I was there. This is when we were at IHOP that day. And my little cousin kept saying, nah, you know, little girls, sometimes they be fast. Yeah, I was yes. like, I yes. to say, I'm going to have to ask you to stop <laughs> saying that. I just say like five times yeah, until you had to yeah. finally translate it. But that's, that's a part of. Well, we know this, but a part of the socialization. So since we're young, we're told that it is always our fault. Mm -hmm. Everything is our fault. Every abuse that happens to us is our fault. Just like we spoke episodes ago when we were talking about child abuse Mm -hmm. or sexual child abuse. You tell your child, don't let someone. You know, like we're always taught that it's your fault Mm -hmm. because you let them touch them. I told you Mm -hmm. not to let them. You know, like all that language. We're socialized since we're kids Mm -hmm. to think this Mm -hmm. way. So that's why they should fucking go on that stage and make these fucking jokes. That's why that bitch could be on my Facebook status talking about some of their runaways Mm -hmm. because everything is the woman's fault. Everything. It's fucking ridiculous. (sighs) Yikes. I almost made it, yo. You didn't like cry, cry, cry. I didn't. I just teared up because I was like, we're not going to do this, yo. <laughs> You're not oppressed anymore. We're getting free. You're getting free. It's fine. Yes. Protect the babies. Seriously. It's cool, yo. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. I will kill a nigga dead if anybody who says anything like to my knees sideways or any child, I don't give a no, fuck who that. you are. Yeah. I noticed that at work. I will kill you. At work. Since, uh, you know, the, the kids. Mm-hmm. And I remember someone saying... Mm-hmm. Alluding to a girl being fast, and I was like, "No, no, we're not. That's not what we do." She's here. ten. Yeah, she's not fast. Yeah, how? What? What do you mean? Mm-hmm. She's curious, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're the adult. Right. And if her curiosity, you know, whatever, just curve it. You're yeah. the adult. You should know mm-hmm. how to control the situation. Right, 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 right. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't like that. I'm always nipping that in the bud. Ooh. Like what? 
Not today. Yeah. Not on my watch. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. rape. Not in courtroom 502. That's <laughs> rape culture. And that's something like we all have to nip that shit in the butt. Anytime we hear it, there's just no, there's no space for it. All the time. There's no space for it. That's like a code red situation. Yep. Like immediately you all hear one of your boys, any a woman, anybody say anything sideways, rape culture, fucking victim blaming bullshit. Yo, you got to check that shit, yo. Immediately. You got to check that shit. Immediately. All right. A lighter note. Yes. Wednesday, April 5th, live show, laughter, no tears, good times, <laughs> live pit throwing. There will be alcohol. We yes. might have tea. We will be chilling. Star Bar is a dope place. We've yes, been there before. before. We love it. It's resistance vibes. We love resistance vibes. It's women of color bartenders. Yep. That's who was there when I was there. Mm-hmm. I fucking loved it. Had a great time. That's what we're hoping the vibes will be when y'all come it through. It will be. Those, those will be the vibes, That's what yo. Those will be the, those like, will be the motherfucking vibes. Those else. will be the vibes. Those will be yes. the vibes. Yes. So Star Bar Wednesday, April 5th for our 100th episode live show. Um, Star Bar is 214 Star Street in Brooklyn. And yeah, all the information, link will be in the show yep, notes. All that shit starts be. at 7 p.m. Come through. Join us. We'll do it if you don't come. We'll fucking be there, yo. But fucking come. We want to celebrate <laughs> with you. Like, we're going to do it either way. We this shit to. is going to be record lit, the show. Yo. We got to record the show. Yeah. Uh, so. We also told Star Bar we were coming. Yeah. So I so. guess we should go and do it. <laughs> but it would be nice if y'all came through and joined us, yeah, yo. It'll be really, really cool. Come through. Come kick it with the kid. Yes. And um, that's yeah, the show. Yo. That's the show. Where so can they find us? They can find us on Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's T with QJ That's for the right. Twitter and the Instagrams. Yes. You can find us on Facebook and the Tumblers. Mm-hmm. That's T with Q- That's T with Queen and J. Let's put that in the search. Like or follow. Right. Um, we also have a website. This handy dandy cute website. So adorable. That we built from the ground up. We're adorable. T with Queen and J dot com. That's right. And at that website. We have a donation button. Yes. The PayPal button is there. So you yes. could just, you know, drop off what you want. All and, the, go ahead. Or the Patreon button is there. So you can um, become a patron. That's right. Libations. $2 a, $2 a month, yo. Yeah. That is mad, mad cheap. cheap. That we wanted to make it I practically free. I have hair that free. costs more than that. All of my hair All costs of the more. packets. All of All it. the packets. All the packets, yo. Costs more than that. That just made me think of a hair charge. I got a dispute. Anyway. <laughs> um, Yeah. Fuck, what did I want to say? Sorry, I distracted you with hair. You did. That's the that's like Fuck. You're right now. Yo, what? if you come to the show and you want to bring us gifts, we have people bring us shea butter, we have people bring us tea. Right. If you bring hair. You wanna bring hair, you can, yo. Just hit me up for my actual hair color that I like. It's, I it's take an any hair because I do lots of different things. Right, 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 right. Or right, 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 you can right. have like hair supply store coupons. Ooh, yeah. Delicious. I'm always trying to get shit. <laughs> Fuck, I remembered it real quick and then you said coupons and I lost it. <laughs> my oh my God. What were we talking about? Donations? I said the website. You go to the website. Oh, I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to give a quick libation to um a lot of the folks who donated left us like really adorable messages along with their donations. So oh, people cool. saying that our show gives them life. You love us. Yada, yada, yada. We love that shit. Somebody was like, hey, yada, yada, yada. No, that's me. <laughs> that's, those are the types of reviews. Out. Great show. Yada, <laughs> yada, 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 yada. Five stars. Um, Yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to libate those people oh, for cool. giving us also a sweet message. Thank I really you. appreciate that. I appreciate it. Um... What else, show? We have an email address. Yes. Send, send us, us some messages. T-mail. Send us T-mail, yo. We haven't had one of those in T a while. T with Queen and J at gmail.com. 
um yeah yo we love t-mail and yeah, I, think I think that's, that's it, it right yeah. yeah black lives matter say her name disability too white oscars too white stop calling black girls fast stop calling, stop black calling girls, girls fast. fast stop killing trans women stop fucking misgendering trans people brush your teeth fucking stop being a sisterhood with the fucking c what trans women are wash women your bonnet. wash your fucking bonnet yo floss your fucking teeth yo what else and um, what else i think that's it mm. eat some fucking greens yo eat some greens drink some water <laughs> no eat some fucking greens like serious rust is important yes sleep. if you guys if you've been putting if you've been putting off doing something that you know is good for you like getting therapy or something go get that shit yo Do it. sleep it is okay if you want ice cream eat it mm-hmm. um pay your netflix bill pay your netflix bill and, i, I switched my card and i haven't and it's due and i haven't watched netflix in two weeks because oh i'm like goodness. i don't have to do it switch the numbers i'm stupid i think i owe my i have to switch it on a lot of things too the gym that i don't go to but i pay for every month I think <laughs> you I pay for a gym money. and you don't go it's only like eight dollars oh i had a bally's from years ago then they shut down my bally's and now i give money to somebody else for no reason <laughs> i don't even go there could you stop doing that well i Cancel feel like the account i paid don't for use. no i want that shit because i paid for a lifetime you, i had to pay like 45 dollars a month for a long time then they go all of a sudden they want to close bally's and send me to fucking like some random so now you're place? paying yeah you're, you're right. still paying money you're right that's lunch. That makes no sense right, stop giving a fucking lunch. man your money for no reason stop giving the man your money pay black women. check your check your statements all right Okay, people, check your fucking statements. There's some shit in there that you forgot you was paying for and you need to take it off because that $8 yourself. adds up. You could give it to our Patreon. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. We'll Bye. see you at the live show. Peace. As a black queer girl, I figured out a long time ago that falling apart is a privilege. And if I fall apart, then I won't be able to manage. I won't be able to... Um, survive so if i keep it all together if i just like keep going and i my mom passed away when she was 38 and i was 28 when i found the lump i would tell people oh my mom has breast cancer and they would say i don't believe you she used to like sashay down the sidewalk like it was a runway like my mom was just super there she never showed anybody that she was sick she didn't talk about being sad about not having her nipple she just was happy that the cancer was out of her body anytime i was in the shower i would do a breast exam and i told my wife at the time that i found a lump and she was like well you must go to the doctor a week or so later he called me i was standing on wall street I was about to walk into a Sephora, actually, naturally. And I took the call in front of the Sephora and I had to like carry myself to benches to sit down because I was so terrified. My doctor said, you have bilateral breast cancer. Come into the office um, so I could tell you next steps. And I made an appointment and then I continued to break down in the middle of Wall Street. And then for two years or so of treatment, I think I cried maybe once. When I was diagnosed and the doctor said, you're going to have to have a double mastectomy, I asked, am I going to go through chemo? Because I wanted to know if I'm going to have hair or not. I was more concerned about my hair when I was diagnosed than having a double mastectomy. Um, so I did what I called a boob party on the beach and just celebrated the breasts that had been on my chest for about 15 years, the day before my surgery. I cut my locks and I dyed my hair pink that same day. So when I walked into surgery, my breast cancer surgeon was like, 
So you're ready. <laughs> After you have a double mastectomy, if you want reconstructive surgery, they put in your chest something called tissue expanders. And they sit in your chest and they fill up once a month or so so they can expand the skin, so they can prepare it for whatever sort of reconstructive surgery they're gonna put in your body. They're super painful. Living in New York City, people move and they run around and they're always go, 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 go. And I love that. And I couldn't do it. Chemo forces you to lay down. And I couldn't like go hang out with my friends after work because I was so tired and fatigued. I couldn't have sex with my partner because I was tired or in pain. I gave up yoga. I was just surviving. I believed that my partner more in my breast more than I did. Our intimacy stopped. I was more focused on how can Erica stay here and be alive and flourish, not so much the aesthetic. And my plastic surgeon to this day will ask me if I want nipples. Don't want them. Not even tattooed. I don't want any of that. Because my scars run across the breast, so I just reclaimed these scars as my nipples. And I have phantom nipple sensation, so that's exciting. I've been going to Afropunk for as long as I've lived in New York City, so that's about six years. I was thinking, you know, I want to go topless at Afropunk. And I want to go topless because I want to raise awareness about breast cancer. There's not an image of a black breast cancer patient. So I was like, I'm going to go. There's lots of black queer people who go to Afropunk. Let me go and educate. When I got there, I was like, I'm not sure if I'm going to do it. I'm super nervous. Like, I'm freaking out. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. And then a guy walked past me with no top on. And I was like, I'm taking my top off. <laughs> why are his nipples not sexualized and mine are? I don't even have nipples. Like, why does it matter? Like, I'm tired of this. And I want people to check their breasts. So I'm like, I'm going to take this off and I want to be seen. I felt so attractive. I felt so sexy. And people took pictures of me and people came up to me and asked me, like, what happened to you? And that was super alarming to me. Like, how come you don't know what this looks like? And then I remember it, like, there is, we don't talk about it. There's no images of it. I love pushing up, like, this notion that I'm not supposed to be. I spent a lot of my life trying to fit into boxes and trying to be some way for other people. But that moment was a staple moment for me to just be like, I don't need to be anything for anybody but me. My name's Erica Hart, and I would like to dispel the myth that if you have scars as nipples, that means that you are not sexy.